This podcast episode was brought to you by Kajabi, an all-in-one marketing platform for digital products like courses, memberships, emails, websites, blogs, and hey, even podcast hosting, all to help you turn your knowledge into income. Of course, Kajabi is my platform of choice for courses for so many reasons, but I would love to just have you try it out. See if you love it too. You can head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash Kajabi, that's K-A-J-A-B-I, to get started with a 14-day free trial period. Thebrandvibe.com slash Kajabi. Thank me later. Which then led me down a rabbit trail of why her? Why Olivia? What is it that made her different? And what are the strategies that she used to help launch her music career? And how, my friends, can you and I learn from this in our businesses? That is what this episode is all about. You're listening to The Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, got pickle neche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Welcome back to the Brand Vibe Podcast. This is episode six. Hey, quick favor, you know the drill by now. If you like what you hear, will you show some support by rating, reviewing, following, and sharing this podcast with all of your friends? And hey, by the way, podcast newbie here, I just realized that subscribing, not really a thing anymore. Follow this podcast, super easy on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever network you're listening to, you can support this movement. It means the absolute world to everything that we're doing, and it makes all the difference. Okay, cannot wait to share this week's episode. I'm so excited. This was totally inspired by my recent vacation with the family, which is another affirmation. As a business owner, as a CEO, you need to give yourself space to rest. You need to give yourself time to create white space in your life, to go out, to enjoy things, to travel, to have fun. We had spring break with the kids and my 15-year wedding anniversary with my husband. So I ended up planning a really fun vacation with the family. And my husband and I's vacation will come later this year in full celebration of 15 years. But we wanted to celebrate as a family. We decided to go to California. Not going to lie, it was because surprisingly the airline tickets were really affordable comparatively to a Florida or Mexico or Puerto Rico or anything. I just wanted sunshine and a beach. And so we went on over to California and we love San Diego. It is near and dear to our heart. We've pre-COVID, pre-pandemic used to visit there quite often. And so we were really excited to take the kids there, but we also like to city hop a little bit when we go places. So we ended up going to San Diego, then drove up to LA, then spent some time in Palm Springs. We visited Joshua Tree National Park, which was epic, and then came back to San Diego to round out our trip. It sounds like a lot, but it was incredibly fulfilling and relaxing. And on this vacation, I had so much white space and creativity to be able to rest and think about things differently. And what happens when you're on vacation 
is that as an entrepreneur, your brain never shuts off, but you have the space to actually be able to process all of these ideas and thoughts that are coming through your mind. And so as things are going through, I was inspired through a couple of different things that are shaping up this entire episode and frankly, quite a few episodes like this moving forward on this podcast. I'm calling this episode, Learn from the Pros, Hollywood Edition. Title work in progress. So, you know, if you have suggestions, let me know. So what had happened was I was flipping through a magazine on the plane and I kept seeing the name Olivia Rodrigo everywhere, but not her photo. It was just like randomly coming up in, you know, either interviews with other celebrities and who's your favorite music artist right now or what's on your um, iTunes playlist. And I was like, who's this Olivia Rodrigo? I feel like I'm literally seeing her name everywhere. We get off the plane and lo and behold, I see some kind of marketing for her upcoming movie that was called like driving home to you, I think on Disney. And I finally saw her face and I was like, oh, that's the girl from High School Musical, the musical of the series, which I know because, you know, I have teenagers and pre-teenagers and <clears throat> also true confession. I'm the only one who watches that in my household. Listen, I love the original High School Musical. I just did. So when the musical, the series came out, I was like, yeah, hello. Of course, I'm going to watch this, see if I like it. And of course, you know, kept on watching it. And I always had this thought in my head watching this show on like how incredibly talented each of those people are. Like how is it possible to have a cast like that where almost every single character is super talented, singing, dancing, acting, all of the things. And I remember having this thought of like any one of these people could easily be like stars in real life, musically speaking, not just from an acting perspective. And I had, you know, other random thoughts of like, like what would make one person stand out from another? We think about this all the time as business owners on, gosh, should I start this type of business? There's so many people out there already and so many other talented organizations or so many other talented people that are doing this thing. And maybe I don't really have what it takes. Like what's actually going to be the thing that sets me apart? And so I would think that of this cast because they're so incredible and amazing. Fast forward, it finally clicks in my head that this Olivia Rodrigo person that I'm seeing her name pop up everywhere, super popular, is actually the star in this show. And I started to think like, holy crap, she did it. She like she did it. She was able to break herself apart from the rest of this incredible all-star cast, really step into her X factor, her secret sauce beyond just acting and set herself apart in what clearly seems to be her greatest passion right now. Now, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you'll know that the Grammys just passed and Olivia Rodrigo just snagged herself three Grammys for her debut year as a musical artist, which then led me down a rabbit trail of why her? Why Olivia? What is it that made her different? And what are the strategies that she used to help launch her music career? And how, my friends, can you and I learn from this in our businesses? That is what this episode is all about. So let's learn from the pros, shall we? I'm going to dive into some of the key things that Olivia did to help transition her career from an actress into massive breakout musical artist and how you can duplicate a lot of these core strategies in your business. Ooh, I'm so excited. I really am so excited. I am like in my happy place right now. I cannot wait to share this with you. Grab coffee, grab your glass of wine. Let's go ahead and dive into the story behind Olivia Rodrigo's rise to fame. 
I'm going to read you an excerpt from a Cosmo article that pretty much describes me in the beginning. And maybe if you're listening to my podcast and you're not Gen Z, you are kind of feeling me and like, I hear this girl, I kind of know her, maybe like her music, maybe don't. Here we go. You have to be hiding, nay, living under a damn boulder if you don't know who Olivia Rodrigo is. I have never felt so seen. Quick recap for those of you who struggle to stay on top of celeb news. Olivia is a teenage Disney superstar and the current leading lady of High School Musical, the musical of the series. Oh, and she's an out-of-this-world singer-songwriter. Her first single, Driver's License, stirred up some drama due to allegedly being about her High School Musical, the musical of the series co-star, Josh Bassett, and Sabrina Carpenter, which she is from the um, new updated version of Boy Meets World, which is called Girl Meets World, which was on for just like two or three seasons, and then it was canceled. Everything's a remake nowadays from like classic shows before. I totally was a Boy Meets Girl, Boy Meets World kind of girl. Anyway, I digress. This is where Olivia's story gets interesting because she's had, you know, just a small handful of breakout actress kind of moments. And then she breaks up with her boyfriend, allegedly Josh, and writes a love song about it. She's a singer-songwriter as well, and posts the song onto her TikTok. She gets good feedback from it. She then goes on to write a full song about this that turns into what is now known as driver's license, and that changes her life. So let's just pause here for a second, because a lot of times people focus on the story from the moment of success on and what's happening with her right now. I just want to pause and talk about the things that it took for her to even get to the point of posting and writing this song that led to a lot of her success. So number one, she has always had a passion for songwriting and singing. She describes herself in her movie on Disney, Driving Home to You, I think it's called, and says, I've always felt like a singer-songwriter that was acting and not an actress that wanted to break out into singing songwriting. And that's important to note because what she's expressly saying is that her core passion all along has always been writing and music, but she also liked acting. And I think sometimes we get so hung up on a couple of things. Number one, we refuse to allow ourselves to chase our passions to begin with. How many times and maybe this is you right now, have you shelved your passion? How many times have you attempted to chase your passion, but you hadn't seen the success come from it, so you decide to hang it up? Number two, we sometimes don't allow ourselves to be the multi-passionate creatives and entrepreneurs that frankly you were born to be. We either were taught that we needed to stick to just one core thing and that was it, or we are fearful of allowing ourselves to branch out into a new way. We sometimes fear being pigeonholed or we, we literally feel like we are being pigeonholed and there isn't a way to branch out. Olivia taught us multiple things in this one foot in one world, one foot in another. And that comes down to the fact that she never stopped pursuing her core passion, her number one passion in music. She actually infused that in a lot of the roles that she had in acting. She wasn't afraid to be a multi-passionate human being, and she never stopped chasing her dream. So while she's acting, she's 
building up her social media profile. She's building up her audience, her community, her fan base, and she's leveraging that, her online brand, to showcase her true passions in singing and songwriting. So she posts these videos of her playing the piano and singing a song that she wrote or playing the guitar and singing a song that she wrote. And there was one video that she posted that she describes in her movie as getting no likes, I sounded bad, but I had this gut feeling to keep it up. And that video changed everything for me, she says. So pause, lesson number two, Do not take down your videos, content, social media posts, your reels, your TikToks. Let people think you're cringe. Let yourself have videos that flop. Allow yourself to have videos and content and pieces that aren't the greatest. Just keep practicing. Just keep going. You never know the power of what one video can do, the power of what one video can have. What if she took down this video? How would her entire life have changed if she got in her head and was like, oh my gosh, nobody's liking this right now. Oh my gosh, I sound so bad. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just going to take it down. Take it down. Maybe I'll redo it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm going to get in my head even more and I'm not actually going to have enough courage to do this again. So she decides to keep it up. And because she decides to keep it up, what ends up happening is She has someone who heard this song that connects with her on Instagram. I don't know, maybe slides into her DMs. And he tells her, hey, I heard this song. You're pretty incredible. We should work together. This guy ends up being her producer. Okay, now here is lesson number three. And maybe honestly, the biggest lesson of everything that I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode. Dan asked for the business. He outright asked for the business. Now he didn't slide in and say, hey, you should hire me right now. But he did say, you're amazing at what you do. I see a lot of potential in you. I really think we can do something together that could be great. I mean, as simple as that, they found each other online. It was a video that was sent to him by a friend and he decided to just slide into her DMs or connect with her somehow and just ask. Just ask if she'd be open to working together. She was open to meeting, they met, and the rest is history. Not only did he help change her life from here, because at this point on, he is literally the one that helped her bring her entire album Sour to Life, her first hit of Driver's License, every song that she's had after that, and frankly, the three Grammys she just got this weekend were all a major part of their core partnership. So many things are rolling through my mind right now, you guys, but the main thing is this. If you feel like you have a talent and an expertise and something that you could part in someone else that can change their life, stop dimming your light because you're too damn shy to ask for the business. You have way too much to lose by not being bolder as a business owner with who you want to work with and how you can help to change their life. He's confident in what he does. She's confident in what she does. But at the same time, she questions a lot of things. And I'm sure he would tell you the same thing. There are 101 excuses that they both could have had that got in their own heads that could have prevented this partnership from taking place 
that could have then prevented the massive amount of success and multiplication of impact that has happened up until this point. Her life is never going to be the same again. What could that look like for you? What could it look like for you to do something bold, to do something you're passionate about, to do something in faith, to make the connections, to put something out there and to feel like your life is never going to be the same again when things change. You have too much to lose to not ask for the business. And when it comes to launching your offer or launching your brand or marketing effectively, that is where we lose as entrepreneurs. We get too conservative or shy or start to feel icky. We don't want to be that person. I don't want to come across as pushy. And then you don't have a call to action. You don't have a way for people to work with you. And you lose the opportunity because you're too shy to ask for the business. Listen, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a creator, if you are a brand, you are constantly pouring out value. You are constantly dropping knowledge. You are constantly giving of your time and your energy. You deserve to ask for the sale. You deserve to be able to create wealth in your own life so that you can continue to go out and to multiply your impact. There are people that you are going to serve that their lives are gonna be changed. You can be the Dan Nigro to the Olivia Rodrigo's out there where you can help come alongside them and really bring out their best and help change their life. So when I'm telling you things like, I need you to email your people every single day during launch. I need you to get on social media and not be shy about the program and the offer that you have available right now. I need you to host lives. I need you to talk to people about these things. Jump on sales calls, slide into people's DMs. When you're launching something, you need to be loud and proud of what you are doing. You need to sell from a place of conviction, not from a place of scarcity, but from a genuine place of conviction, like I know that what I bring to the table is so incredibly impactful. I have to show up. That is what drives me to show up every single day. And you know what? If you don't have an offer like that right now, then stop selling. Stop selling the thing that you're selling right now. Because if it's constantly feeling hard and it's constantly feeling icky, it's because you yourself aren't convinced that people need it. And that's where it starts. Sell from a place of conviction, not of scarcity, but do sell. So let's fast forward here. Now, Dan and Olivia are working together and she comes out with this song called Driver's License. And this is really where I want to take some of the more specific strategies around her marketing and launch efforts and share that with you now because they're pretty great. They are pretty aligned to what I teach, but I love being able to showcase these examples of how someone has done it and frankly, like totally slayed it when they did. But before I do that, this song is a heartbreak song. There's a lot of buzz out there, like I mentioned earlier, that the song is really a love letter to her ex-boyfriend in terms of how he made her feel when they broke up. This song came from a place of pain. The song came from a place of heartache, of a failed relationship. Note, her greatest success was born out of one of her greatest failures. How many times do you feel like you have failed at something and you struggle to get back up? Or you feel like that failure is going to define you? What if that failure 
was your greatest success? What if that is the moment that helped propel you to where you are right now? Maybe you're in a state of failure right now. Maybe you are paralyzed out of a fear of failure. But what if you just reframed that thought in your head and said, if I go out and do this and I'm successful, my life would be changed. And if I go out and do this and I fail, my life can still be changed. That could be my moment where things completely shift in my life because of what I learn or because of how I work through that failure. She took a low moment in her life and decided to be completely vulnerable with her audience, with her community, with her fans, and it changed the game for everything. What if you took that same approach in your business? What if instead of trying to be perfect, instead of never sharing your failures with other people, instead of never trying because you are already anticipating that you're going to fail, what if instead you decided to have a moment of authentic vulnerability? What if you decided to have a moment of immense growth and allowed yourself to be reborn from that failure out of the ashes in a whole new light? I have no idea who needs to hear this right now, and I'm getting goosebumps even saying this, but this is what it's about, is being able to take these moments in our life that are some of our lowest and to be able to rise above it and decide that that moment is a chapter in your story. It is not the ending. Oh, that was a word. All right, now we get to dive into the specific launch strategies that she took to launch her debut single, Driver's License. And listen, I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention to this and write this down. These are things you should be doing on your next launch. They are clearly successful. They are absolutely transferable in our business and they are rightly aligned to what I teach on launch strategy, just immensely done by Olivia Rodrigo and her team. So, okay, let's dive in. See, I never been with a Betty. She calms so I add it to the telly. Medicine, but I'm calling her Maddie. Like Mass try to send me the Eddie. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? No? Okay, so let's just say I'm not gonna start a career in rapping anytime soon. But listen, that's kind of the vibe when I'm done filming reels. I mean, sometimes I feel like a total baddie, and other times, mm, not so much. Doesn't stop me from putting myself out there though. And I really wanna encourage you to do the same. Have you jumped on the reels train yet? Listen, it's Instagram's number one focus this year, which means it is the best opportunity for you to grow your audience through organic traffic and make the absolute most of your content. Because let's be honest, as CEOs, as brands, as creators, we are constantly curating new content. And the goal is for it to go and extend as far as possible. So why wouldn't you jump on the very thing that they're promoting most? If you're ready for a jumpstart, I want to invite you to be a part of my 22 in 2022 Brand Reels Challenge, where we are diving into the latest trends, transitions, and audios, but most importantly in this challenge that makes it unique and different from anything else that's out there is we are highlighting you, your brand, and your vibe. Your audience is going to get to know what you're all about, your vision, your mission, your values, your vibe. And as you go viral, which you will, and as you grow your account, it's going to be filled with quality followers and people that want to be a part of what you're doing. So 
head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash reels to sign up for this free challenge and get your workbook and your calendar that's filled with all of the details that you need to start helping your brand shine this year by growing on Instagram through reels and owning your vibe in the process. So follow me over on Instagram to binge the latest challenges as they drop. I'm at the brand vibe and head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash reels to join the challenge. So driver's license releases on January 8th, 2021. Prior to that, I was able to find a video on her TikTok from December 27th, 2020. And it is a bit of a teaser video for driver's licenses. It's essentially her singing a snippet of that song and then kind of putting a little teaser that says, I think it says sooner. So during the weeks leading up to the launch, which is what I call our hype weeks, the two weeks that are leading to your launch, you want to go heavy on breadcrumbing and teasing what is to come. You want to get your audience and your community super excited about what's happening. You want to keep them on the edge of their seats. You want them to start to inquire so that they pay attention to what's happening. If you are quiet the entire time, especially the days leading up to your launch, and then all of a sudden you release on day one, you're like, Ta-da, I'm here. Ta-da. People are going to be like, wait, what? I like, wasn't even paying attention to you. I didn't even know you had anything new. Now you're just going to pop up and like, I'm not ready to process all this right now. Like, cool, you have something. I'll come back to it. But when you can tease something, there's something in the human psyche that's like, oh, tell me more. You're not giving away the whole pie, but you're giving away enough of people to get a taste of it and like it and want to learn what else is to come and get them seeking you out when your launch is coming instead of you pushing it out on them. And that's what Olivia does in the days leading up to the release of driver's license. The other thing to note with that is, yes, she has an Instagram account that she uses, but she mostly uses TikTok and mostly goes viral on TikTok. Like comparatively speaking, her Instagram videos will get, you know, one, two million views, likes. Her TikTok would get like 35 million, right? Number one, she knows where her people are, Gen Z, that's where they're at. But number two, in general, TikTok is the place to be. If you are not on that platform right now, you really need to consider getting on board. And if you're already on Instagram creating reels, it's so easy to repurpose your content onto TikTok as well. Now, if your audience is for sure not on TikTok, if you service like corporate professionals primarily, or just, you know, not a younger kind of millennial Gen Z generation, then maybe that's not your platform. You definitely want to go where your people are. But if you serve an audience that I would say is like millennials, Gen Z, and frankly, I think it's just going to continue to grow from there. They are on TikTok, my friends. They are on TikTok. What I love so much about her pre-launch strategy for driver's license, for her second release in Deja Vu, for her album release, Sour, is that she makes her marketing all about connection and relatability to her audience, especially over on TikTok, meaning she is singing songs on the floor. She is in her living room. Like they literally feel like they know her, like they are a part of who she is and what she's doing. In fact, I read an article that was interviewing her marketing team behind the entire launch for her songs and her album release. And they said this specific to Gen Z, but I would argue that this is really the shift that we are truly seeing 
in marketing in general right now. So pay attention. They say Gen Z is jaded by advertising and marketing. They're looking for connection. There is nothing better as a music fan than feeling like you have a unique connection with your favorite artist. The marketing team goes on to say, we brainstorm ways to help make all of your fans feel like they were insiders by sending them secret messages from Olivia that the general public might miss. And then they described what those are. You guys, this is key, key. This is a probably very expensive marketing agency that is behind a very successful powerhouse launch that is talking about the importance of creating connection in your marketing, the importance of creating a community that is so bought into you and your brand that they know you way more intimately than anyone else in the public could possibly know you. And the power that that has when you're able to leverage it in a pre-launch phase by being able to make them feel like insiders, make them feel like they're genuinely a part of what it is that you are doing as a brand, as a person, as an organization. You have to figure out a way to more intimately connect with your community in general, but especially in the pre-launch phase of your business and of your offers, because that is when you get people genuinely bought into anything that you're about to release. And not only do they purchase your item, but they literally become a part of your grassroots marketing team as your advocates and loyalists. And I talk a lot about this in my programs around helping your clients, your community walk through the brand awareness funnel from being aware of who you are to considering working with you to converting and actually working with you to genuinely becoming a loyalist and an advocate for life. And it comes from this sense of intimacy and connection. So now we're actually in the launch phase itself and some huge things that she did that I tell y'all to do all the time and I'm just gonna reiterate it yes again. This girl posted every single day leading up to the launch and during the day that she was releasing her album and her singles, she would post almost hourly, six more hours, four more hours, two more hours. And on top of that, she actually hosted a launch event, a viewing party. So she had this big event where people could actually view the release of the music video, I believe, for this song when it came out. And in our space, in our world as entrepreneurs, launch events could be, you know, a grand opening special if you're a brick and mortar. It could be a virtual event that you host. It could be a workshop, a challenge, a webinar, a masterclass. Anything that you're doing to bring the crowd to you on the day that you're launching something. And what you're doing in that event is you are giving them exclusivity, you're giving them connection, you're giving them value, and you're getting them excited about the offer that you have. She did this through a launch party, a viewing party, and completely, completely changed everything for her because on this day, the very next day after launching, she goes massively viral on TikTok. And so that's why I was stressing TikTok so much because she doesn't go viral on Instagram. She goes viral on TikTok. Her fans, her community, pretty much the entire TikTok sphere starts talking about this new song, Driver's License. People are collaborating with it. They're singing their own versions of it. 
And there is a ton of gossip and speculation about who the song is all about. So there's a level of curiosity within this from people who know her and know a little bit about her relationship with her past boyfriend. They know enough about her life to speculate and to try to figure out what it is. People are naturally curious. I mean, this entire freaking podcast episode is me super curious about how she became so dang successful and trying to unpack that and figure it out and hopefully teach you guys some incredible tips and strategies along the way. And that's what people were doing with this. But from a gossipy perspective, because hello, human beings here, and they're like, oh my gosh, is this about Josh? Is this about her boyfriend? Did he break her heart? Who is this girl? Where does he live? Tell us his address. Like, it goes completely viral. So much so that it breaks every record out there. Olivia goes on to become the youngest solo artist to ever debut the Billboard Hot 100. And she broke the Spotify record for the most plays in a single week twice for both driver's license and for Deja Vu. In fact, one of the executives from Spotify goes on to say that there was a ton of X Factor that made this the perfect storm for Rodrigo. He says everything aligned perfectly and much quicker than anything that we have ever seen. I mean, we've seen this type of alignment, but typically it's spread over three to six months. This happened in a day and a half. If you guys are not following along with these launch strategies, you are missing out. A day and a half, this all happened. A day and a half. Now, a lot went into this, right? I'm giving you some of the core things that I'm trying to pull out of this, things that you can replicate yourself, but it really was this perfect storm of quality, of strategy, and frankly, of her willingness to just be vulnerable enough to let her audience in so that in the right moments, virality takes off as people get curious, as they share, as they duplicate, as they have their own spin on things. I mean, this is the world that we're in right now. We're spreading the word like wildfire online is literally your best bet to get the best bang for your buck for your offer the organic word of mouth marketing that can happen through creators and community is bar none. Like you cannot compare that to any type of marketing that you can buy. You also can't rely only on that. But creating this perfect storm of this multi-channel marketing strategy in the days leading up to your launch can literally make or break your business, your offer, your launch itself. So here's the other really cool thing about all of this. At this point, Driver's License is the only song that Olivia has in mind. I think she wrote Deja Vu, like she might have written other songs, but Driver's License was the first release. And then because of how insanely viral that ended up going, she then pretty quickly came out with her second release, Deja Vu. And when she does this, she still has no idea what she's doing. And what I mean by that is she shares that at this point, she doesn't even have a plan for an album. She just has these songs that are going viral right now. So then her and her label decide that she'll come out with an EP, which stands for extended play. It's kind of like longer than a single, but shorter than an album, usually like two to five songs or so. And then somewhere along the way, she changes her mind. She's like, no, we're we're going for the whole album. Like, we're going to do this. 
And I love that so much because you guys, she kind of basically comes out with like a little bit of messy action. She's inspired from a moment in her life. She comes out with a song that she released to her audience a little bit. They kind of went crazy for it. She comes out with a single. It goes insane. And now she's like, oh, shoot, I should probably like do something more with this. How many times is that our story as entrepreneurs? We kind of take this messy action in the beginning of our business, whether it's starting our business by accident or creating kind of a super messy offer just to get something out there and see if people are going to bite or not bite and then deciding to build or not build based off of that. I mean, Driver's License isn't the first song she's ever released in her life, but this happens to be the first song that has taken off like crazy in this way. And so she ends up deciding like, yeah, this is going really well. We're going to make an album. This is exactly what I teach in our programs. You should not be creating your signature offer off the bat. She didn't go into this thinking, I'm going to make this big album and let me think of all 12 songs on this album first and let me write them and create them and put music behind it and put in all this time and energy to put it out there and sell an album that people may or may not like that may or may not resonate. So instead, what she does is she starts with what I call an MVP, minimal viable product, and she gets it out there through what I call a beta launch, just something simple. So comparatively, like if you're going to connect the analogies, her MVP is her single, her beta launch is single release only. She doesn't have a full album at this time, but she validates her offer. And then from there decides, boom, this is the sound people want. This is what they're responding to. This is the messaging that's working with them. I am so ready to create a bigger album out of this or in our world to create a signature offer based off of this. Boom, mic drop moment. That is it. Like that is the strategy. That is exactly what we teach. It's exactly what you should be doing within your business. Don't try to boil the ocean off the bat without even knowing if what you're creating is what people want. Don't be afraid to start with whatever you're inspired with right now and then build up and grow from there. But when she did that, though, when she realized that this is what the people wanted, she went and built her quote unquote signature offer. She went and created this album and everything in her brand so far as an artist is based off of this signature album, right? It's based off of the album Sour for now. And she'll expand and she'll create something else. But for now, what she's ended up doing is she launched Sour, the name of the album. She did a celebration prom party for it. She is embarking on a world tour that is already sold out at this point. She has all the core branding around it. She has merch around it. She has a documentary style movie on Disney Plus right now that is on the journey of creating Sour. She has went on to get nominated for seven Grammys and went on to win three Grammys from this, from her core signature album equivalent to our kind of signature anchor offer that she then created massive success around and now that she has success doing that and now that she has income coming in and now that she has the fan base for it and people who are loyal and she's proven up her worth and she has grammys and all these things to back her up now she can go off and do frankly whatever the hell she wants like now she can go off and decide what she wants to branch into and do next and i think a lot of times as business owners we get really concerned that the thing that we're doing right now might 
pigeonhole us into one particular corner that we are these multi-passionate people and and what if I don't love this forever? Do I have to do this forever? Like this is just what I want to do right now and and how do I branch away from this or how do I expand that or what does this look like? Or I just want all the things right now. I want it now. It's like Willie Wonka song. I want the world. I want the whole world. Like you want it right now. And the truth is that you're never going to be as successful as you can be if you don't narrow in, niche down, focus on a core signature offer, make that as successful as it could possibly be, and then branch out and take over the world. Here we are, April 2022, a year and a few months after the release of her initial baby idea, this driver's license song, into her larger album, Sour, and you now know the name Olivia Rodrigo as a powerhouse, as a Grammy award-winning artist, as someone who is a voice for her generation, her Gen Z community, as someone who is an example to people all over the world. I mean, here I am taking her exact strategies and helping to empower you to implement a lot of those in your own businesses as well so that you can go on and continue to be successful in what you're doing. The length of which the impact you create can go is unlimited. Maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're not sure if you're ready to take a leap of faith and chase your passions. Go after it. I hope this has inspired you to do that. Maybe you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, I've done that. I've chased my passions, but I'm so scared to put my offer out there. I'm so scared to sell. I'm so scared to go after it. I hope you're inspired by today to be the type of business owner that sells from a place of conviction because you know you can genuinely change someone's life. You know you can genuinely create an impact that has this massive domino effect around the world. Maybe you're listening to this podcast today and you've had success within your business, but it's just felt so hard and you're kind of at a point of like, I just don't think I want to do this much longer if this is what it takes. But when you really evaluate things, it's hard because you're making it hard. It's hard because you have a heck of a lot of offers. You are throwing spaghetti against a wall, trying to figure out what works. You haven't really honed in and solidified a core signature offer for one reason or another. Maybe you didn't know you had to. Maybe you weren't sure how. Maybe you had a little bit of a rebellious spirit towards that. I get it. I can totally 100% relate to that. I hope you're inspired today to do that, to narrow it down, and to just make things so much easier, to create a duplicatable framework and system and offer that you could then sell in your business with ease and simplicity. However you came in at the start of this podcast, I really hope that this was a fun, engaging way for you to be able to get even more inspired about the work that you're doing and snag some tips from the pros Hollywood style. Now, there may not be Grammys for your particular industry, but you don't need a gold statue to tell you you're amazing. All you need to do is to believe in yourself and to look around you at the life that you've built and be proud that you've decided to build your brand your way. This is the kind of thing that lights me up. This is what we do here at The Brand Vibe. We work with multi-passionate entrepreneurs, creators, personal brands who are looking to create an income and influence and an impact 
who want to build a business and monetize their brands so that they can have freedom, choice, opportunity, wealth available to them at their fingertips. You have a gift. You have a gift to contribute to this world. Stop sitting on it. Stop hiding it. Stop being too shy to tell people about it. And who knows? You just might have your version of a Grammy waiting behind door number one if you just choose to open it. Oh my gosh, I am so grateful for you listening in to this podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Tell me if you want more episodes like this. Tell me if this was entertaining to you. Do you like this kind of hybrid approach to celebrity dish pop culture reference, but specifically pulling out the strategies that you could then implement in your own business? We are not working in silos here. We do not have to recreate the wheel. There are massively successful brands and people out there that we could learn from. So let's learn from the pros. If you want more episodes like this, will you let me know? Send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at The Brand Vibe. You can send us an email, hello at thebrandvibe.com. You can just tag us in this episode. Honestly, if you love this episode, will you share it? Will you tag us on here? And how amazing would it be? Tag Olivia Rodrigo. I would love for her to listen to this podcast. If there's any facts on here that I got wrong, girl, I'm so sorry. But I think it's so cool that she is this young Gen Z powerhouse woman who is just following her heart and as a result, having such an incredible impact in so many ways that she probably will never even come to know. So share this podcast, tag me, tag her. So cool. And let me know if you want to hear more episodes like this. And as always, head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash podcast for this week's episode of show notes. I'm actually going to include some really fun things, some live links to some of the posts that I was talking about, the articles that I referenced, some of the um, audios and songs, and just really the nitty gritty deep dive behind some of the viral success of Olivia Rodrigo. And all of that is going to be linked in the show notes, thebrandvibe.com slash podcast. Until next time, I'm sending you all of the good vibes. You just did that. You just finished another episode of the Brand Vibe Podcast, and I'm already so sad that it's over, aren't you? Well, listen, to make sure you don't miss a beat when the next episode drops, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, like right now. Unless you're driving, don't do that. And hey, here's the good news. You can head over to our little corner of the internet at thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner for all the show notes and resources from today's episode, including access to our blog, guest experts, exclusive training, and our online Facebook community, The Brand Vibe Society for Entrepreneurs. The community corner is filled with tips for multi-passionate leaders who are owning their vibe and building their brand their way. Yep, this was pretty much made just for you. Full access awaits, head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner.